1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Healing Place podcast. I am your host Terry Welbrock, and very excited to have with me today Stacy Oldert, who is here to talk about holistic her role as a holistic mental health and fitness advocate and uh, a new business launch uh, for a mental wellness company. So, welcome, Stacy.
2: Thank you, Terry. So happy to be here with all of you.
1: Yes, I'm. I'm excited to have you. We met through LinkedIn, which I love. I love when I you know come across people and our paths cross and I always just think they cross for a reason and so yeah really really awesome to finally meet you face to face
2: well the same to you and your podcast name stuck out to me immediately too I was like I want to know her (laughs) the healing podcast you can't beat that
1: (laughs) yeah wonderful so yeah so we before hitting record I We talked a little bit about, you had made some notes. I sent you questions beforehand of things that we might talk about. And one of the things you talked about was your own, your own journey um, of triumph over trauma. Um, So yeah, maybe we could start there.
2: I would love to. So I'd like to give a little bit of my background uh, kind of leads in my story leads into why this is passionate, a passionate topic for me on mental wellness, mental fitness, if you will. So I'm a fitness professional and have been in the industry for 16 years. And so I have worked in the corporate world. I've worked as my own business and I've been a trainer, you know, competed as a fitness competitor. And then I've been teaching Pilates for 16 years as well. So I am totally in on the just well-rounded health And about, you know, I've always thought so much of mental, the mental side, but before now and of recent, I never had anything actually to assist in that, except, you know, gratitude and where your mindset is and, you know, practicing those healthy habits. So that's that piece of it. And, you know, I believe that our bodies need to be well in balance for all areas. So that's that piece, okay? And I I would just say that I think the emotional and mental wellness piece of it gets really, really overlooked. And in the fitness world alone, I've seen so many of my clientele be highly affected by that piece where they were either ashamed of having to be on medications for anxiety or depression or something like that, where ultimately they felt like those were topics that made them fail in their success of their health journey. And so ultimately they were searching for that, but they were also kind of ashamed of it. And so I always tried to approach it with a very non-judgmental, first of all, like you're safe here, but also I didn't have anything further. So I'll get back to that later. Now, my on a personal note, so I'm passionate about this subject because I went through a really tough first marriage. And, uh, so it, it was 10 years at the point where I did go through a really tough divorce. And that was about seven years ago now, but it really was a time that, um, that was traumatic for me. And it, it was a time of, it, it really wounded me. I will just say that it was, I'll just read my notes on this. Cause some of it is, I want to say what I want to say, but not say too much. Right. So, um, <laughs> it was a secret life situation where it involved a pornography addiction that led to deeper lies that then a situation with chat rooms and secret phones and secret bank accounts, paying to meet up with people for sexual encounters, stealing my identity, creating a mess of my finances. And I didn't find any of that out until 10 years in. And um, so it was, it was a lot of emotional and actually sexual abusive um, type situation. So then, so that happened. Okay. So I move on. And and a couple years later, I I finally got the nerve up to open my heart again. And I'm like, you know, my, my numero uno prayer was I will not become a bitter scorned woman who thinks that all men are terrible because I have a lot of great men in my life. So I'm blessed. But so the the first time I decided, you know what, I'm going to branch out, just open up and just, baby step it. Uh, there was a guy who befriended me and we just became good buddies. And then it grew to a dating relationship and I opened my heart up to trust again. And if you can believe it, it turns out that he lied to me about everything about his life. He lied about his name, his age. He hid behind, um, being a previous law enforcement, which was not true either, uh, hid behind being a man of deep faith, and he claimed to be a very private person. That turned out to be that he was hiding a very separate, wacky life as well. And so the second nightmare. And it turned out that he was married as well. So this whole time that he was befriending me, he was married the entire time. And quite frankly, it was very scary. To think that someone could truly become a dear friend and have this whole other side. And it's just so mean to do to people. So I realized that, okay, this is the second odd, very painful situation. And I realized how many people or men, in my case, were truly out looking for a good-hearted, smart, intelligent, kind, loyal trustworthy woman like me. And so, um, he caught me, I will say that he caught me in a vulnerable state where I was just so hoping to find that trusted relationship again. But the thing was he is a master manipulator. And so, um, I feel like this message needs to be heard from someone like me, where so many people could probably relate to something about these stories, maybe not the whole thing, but something about it. But, you know, um, I I loved it that you said taking the personal story, but treat it like we're friends and just – and also keep it funny and fun. I was like, well, what's funny about this situation? I'm like, well, the first thing that I said about the situation is I'm going to have a dang good book to write one day (laughs) (laughs) because you can't make this crap up. I'm like – this is nuts. I and I have had I have the best family. I have had I had an awesome childhood. I mean, so this was just like, whoa! What is going on here? How is this happening? And I found myself in a place going through some things that I never imagined, and honestly, things that people were doing that I never dreamt. I mean, I've never had an encounter like that before. So, um, the other funny part, I guess, was what I learned: trust but verify. So don't become cold and, and hard hearted, but verify <laughs> Yes, right. and then verify again. So um, yeah, I, I'm sure that there's a lot of people out there who can relate to some of these and, and I'm able to smile and, but I've walked through this. And so um, I'd love to, you know, share with you some of the modalities of therapy that I used and that ties into what I'm doing now and why I linked Absolutely, our yes. mental wellness company that is all holistic because that's my, my mission is to help people heal and be their best version of themselves. So I set out on a mission to say, whoa, I never expected to have to face some of these things, but I, but it happened at no choice of my own. And so I was forced to go, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to crawl in a hole and then say, woe is me the rest of your life? Because you know what, honestly, that, those are some traumatic things to experience and uh, go through. And some of the people that I, that helped me through the process said that, you know, a lot of people never get back on track from some of these things. And so I realized there's a purpose. There's a major purpose in all of this for me and for sharing with others that, here I am through it. I'm on the other side of it and I'm okay and I'm healed and I've, and I don't have, you know, bitterness and anger. Now I've walked through it. I've walked through it, but I just want to provide hope for those out there that might be listening and going through something similar to say, I don't know if I can get through this. I don't know because there are moments where you feel so stunned that you're not sure.
0: Right. But,
2: So I will say that um, my first modality is first and foremost, my faith, because if I didn't have that, I don't know how I would have made it through without feeling like God is there. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. He never lies. He never breaks his promises. And that was such peace to me that I was just like, if he's the only one, there's one. And so that's, that's hope right there. And that's hope for all of us. So I will give that absolute credit, first and foremost, that, um, and that's why I can heal again as well. Uh, the other is I would say that walking through a healing process where whether it's counseling or just finding trusted people that are in your corner, neutral people that will just listen to you, that you can pour out your heart when you're acting silly and you're angry and stuff's coming out that you're like. Who am I? Um, or maybe, you know, just have those ride or die people that love you no matter what. And whether that's finding a counselor or just a best friend that will just walk by your side. There's power in that. And I would say to the listeners, if you have somebody walking through it, just an ear. A lot of times just provide an ear to listen to somebody. And that is so healing because you, you feel normal. You feel like, all right, I, I got that out. I'm okay. I am okay. <laughs> and then the other thing is, I learned to take the very best care of myself that I possibly could. And so when I walked through my divorce, I said this to myself you know what? By someone else's choices, I am facing my life turned upside down. And I'll be danged if you take my health too you took a lot, but I'll be doggone if you take my health too. So I decided, you know, that's my choice. I can control that. And there's a lot of stuff that I couldn't, but I can choose to be healthy. I can choose to take good care of myself, not out of perfection, but out of, because I deserve to treat myself nice. And while others may not, we can be our own advocate for that. So I highly encourage just that it's Possibly the nicest thing you can do for your loved ones as well is just like take care of yourself because that way you can be on your A-game for them. And then lastly, I would say I found this holistic program that blew me away and that, you know, everything that happened to me, I, I kind of for years going through that you know, about five and a half of those years, I didn't know about this. And then I found it and I was looking back thinking, I was doing all the stuff, and I felt like I was doing pretty well, but honestly, there was just pieces of me that were just not back. It's emotional in a good way, and I feel like this program helped me truly heal all the way, all the way back, so I was able to uh, rebalance my mind, my gut, and my heart. Rebalance through this um, holistic program, which is all natural. So I love it because we can address things for people who have had addictions with no risk. We can address things for people who have PTSD or uh, mental states that are suffering. Because I, I thought about it like this, Terry, that if I, being a very positive person, have felt really, really low at times how much more do people who tend to feel lower on the, on a regular basis feel oh, yeah. and no wonder that our suicide rates are up. Our depression rates are up. Our anxiety rates are through the roof and people are struggling with what to do. You know, cause I was there, I felt like, well, I'm trying to get enough sleep. I'm trying to exercise. I'm trying to think positive. I'm diving into my faith and, I still felt off and this was the missing link for me. So I am all in to help launch this company and share with the world. And I know you, uh, you said like, who would you want to reach? And honestly, I don't want to exclude anyone. I it's for children, which a lot of times people don't have anything to do, uh, know what to do with the child who needs this guidance or who've been through traumatic experiences or abusive situations, or even just um, learning, you know, type disabilities or ADHD. And those, a lot of those are just pointed to pharmaceuticals. And we have options now for that, that a lot of people don't realize how much our brain, gut and heart can affect our mood and our state and our stress resilience and, and all of those things. So yeah, it, that's basically my story and kind of why, how I got here.
1: I'm (laughs) wonderful. Well, thank you one for, for trusting all of us with your story and with your truth, because um, to me, you know, what instantly popped up was narcissistic abuse. And um, I don't know if that, if that's what you eventually came to decide that that these, these individuals in your life were narcissists who abused you. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And so I admire your courage for um, making it through. And Mm -hmm. like you said, I I heard at one point you say, you know, I I walked through it and you did. And, and how many times I've said to people, you have to go, you have to walk through that darkness in order to get Mm -hmm. into the light Um, and you've done it. And so kudos to you.
2: Thank you so much. Yeah. And (laughs) Thank you to all the people who walked through it with me. You know, I mean, that's so powerful. But I was going to say that um, reason I want to exclude no one. A big piece of what we want to do going forward in the future is to give back. So I have a huge heart for children, huge heart for our veterans, and and then something that's come up because of my experience. Which thank you for pointing that out to to say thanks for trusting you know, to share this. It took me a minute, but sharing this is part of the the point of healing. Yeah, Where you have the courage to say, at first you want to be like, no, I'm not sharing that. Shut that door. Bye bye. No, thank you. But then I started thinking about God knew I was going to be okay. He knows he will never give us more than we can handle. And for some reason, I was there in these two super crazy situations that I should be really, really messed up. And I'm not. And I am blessed with a phenomenal, amazing man married just last November. So nine months in, he's amazing. And so, I want to provide hope there too, for people that um, that doesn't have to be where your story ends that it's just not going to happen for you. Absolutely not. And also I think sometimes when you go through weird things like that, that you almost question yourself and you kind of doubt what is going on with my judgment, because I, I am a great judge of character. But what I would say is that um, please, if you're in that situation, don't beat yourself up because people who are like that, they, they have issues and they have problems where they lie like they breathe and they are masters at what they do and it isn't to be nice to people or loving and they have no remorse so when you try to figure it out you'll make yourself go nuts it's just owning that let it be and walk away from it just own that you're able to dodge those bullets you know and
1: I used to I used to think I had a tattoo on my forehead or something like a target like why does this keep happening why did this happen to me over and over and then I realized it, it wasn't me it was predators predators just they have the ability to hone in on the yeah. vulnerable uh, yeah. and so yeah I know with our with our daughter we certainly convey to her to carry herself with a sense of, of purpose and strength and Mm -hmm. um, wanting her, you know, I didn't grow up with that message. And so my vulnerability was just out there.
2: Yeah. Uh, Speaking to that too. um, How old is your daughter? 14. Okay. So this is a passion project for me. That is uh, a, in the works. I want to start a foundation down the road that addresses education for boys and girls young young adults around that age that to really dive in about sex about healthy and what is what is right and healthy and love loving and what is not and and diving really deep into how the female body works and let people know including the young men because I don't know that we are teaching them enough about how much not understanding how a woman works, how abusive and how damaging it is when it's thought of as just another act, another thing, and not realizing. But also for them and their future wives, you know, I would like to think that we could create more gentlemen in the world, but especially for them to have a clear picture of what women go through on a monthly basis, um, what our bodies are capable of and how much pornography warps the mind where it's, it's done. When you have that addiction, it is, and it's not just men, it's, you know, it is absolutely not just men struggling with that. So I speak to that on both levels, men and women, but when we teach that you protect yourself from these things, not because it's rules and not because it's trying to be all goody-goody. It's because it's a health, safety, and out of love and respect. And when I think we could give um, especially a view of, do you know the impact of that choice?
0: Right.
2: You know, and I would love to start that earlier because I was not really, I was the hey, we'll teach you in health class a couple things here. And really, other than that, it was kind of like figure it out on your own. So I honestly did not know some of the things that were really more on the abusive side to say, hold on a minute, what is going on? And we need to speak about that so that our kids and our teens can grow to be more confident, like your daughter, you said, more cautious. So when a red flag Flag poses itself they go "Uh uh-uh no and they get the heck away from that person whether it's a girl or a man you know um so that's my passion project to really go on the side of yes morals (laughs) yes but to truly dive into the details because I don't think a lot of people know
1: well and it's about empowerment and I mean truly it's and not and like you said empowering the young the young girls the 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 women yeah. um to be able to say no that's not acceptable um but empowering the young men and the men with the knowledge as well um, yeah yeah i normally i'm not one to watch things that will trigger me because of my sexual abuse history but for whatever reason last night i turned on the jeffrey epstein um, I think it was on Netflix or prime or whatever it was. And I watched all of the episodes. Like I totally binge watched because <laughs> I found it so completely enlightening. Um, while it was incredibly disturbing. I also just thought, Oh, like it was just when again, and like a spotlight shining down on, on what truly a predator is um, and a predator at work. And then how these young so many you know hundreds of young girls children yeah who weren't empowered and Mm -hmm. who were vulnerable and he preyed upon them and just um yeah so as you were speaking just now that's what was coming to mind is just Mm -hmm. that empowerment that's needed
2: i couldn't agree more and you know, um, until you go through it, because I that was one thing I, I don't want to be known to to be, you know, making it like all men are awful and terrible because I have an awesome t- uncle, other men, my husband and his whole family of fellows are all phenomenal character. But to know the difference, you know, because sometimes people hear messages like this and they think, oh, well, she just hates men now. No, I don't. Actually, but people need to be aware, including good men, how that there are predators out there. And I think my experience with not one but two in a row was that message needed to be clear to me. For some reason, it's like now I have a purpose where people can look to me and go, it it happened to her. I mean, we just need to be cautious. We don't need to live in fear. I'm not one to live in fear at all. I'm a very outgoing adventurous person, but those experiences taught me a lot to be compassionate because you never know what someone is going through and to also be grace-giving, but also cautious and aware. Whereas before, I'm the t- I'm the type to be looking at the positive, seeing the good in everyone. And you need to be real enough to notice like these things over here that are not right do not ignore them
1: right and it's okay to say nope no thank you
2: (laughs) absolutely and to speak up and yeah that's that speaking up is empowerment and so i think you know it's this is a gift that you've allowed me to come on here and and share my story a little bit and to provide hope I love putting that twist back on it it's like at first you hear it and you're like geez that's crazy but then it's like yeah but it's hope because yeah. you, uh, can you found
1: I think you found your gifts within your chaos you you um, you went through it and so many people do go through you know we all have trauma I mean we're in a global pandemic right now which is traumatic for so many people yeah um, but there is hope that we can make it through. We can make it through these, this chaotic moments in our lives. Um, yeah. And come out smiling.
2: Absolutely. Right. So, <laughs> as far as um, anybody who would need more help with this or want more information, I would be happy to do um, you know, get them information or I do a call with them or just share if anybody relates to this. Wonderful. Yeah, so do you have,
1: how do people get a hold of you? Do you have a website or contact yeah. information?
2: Yeah, Um, I can absolutely um, give that to you. I don't know if you can post it with the um, the link, but yeah. I can give you my website, but it's amare.com slash <laughs> 13242. And so just to give a little bit also, if someone was interested in learning more, actually tomorrow night, Wednesday night, the 19th, we have a live call where they can learn about what it is that we're offering and what we're doing and see if they would like to learn more for their family and someone maybe that they think of. And that's the, that's the main thing. We're, we're just over two and a two-and-a-half-year-old company, but most people don't even know we exist yet. And so we are on a mission to love people back to life through holistic measures. And we also believe that money in the hands of good people can do great things. So the opportunity behind a purpose and a mission and an opportunity, the three go hand in hand where we're looking for those that would share in that as well, To We want to go global. So
1: yeah, I love it. Yeah. So. These go out with well, these podcasts go out at 7 p.m. on Fridays. So if people miss this week's meeting, do, okay. you do these? Do you do these weekly or monthly?
2: We do them biweekly. Mm-hmm. weekly okay. Yeah.
1: So if someone tunes in, they can they can visit the website and sign up if they want to be a part yeah. of that.
2: Yep, they can visit the website and they don't have to sign up for that call. Actually, they can go to amari.com/live and it's A M A R E. Yep.
1: Wonderful. All right. Very cool. So anything that uh, we didn't touch upon that you wanted to share with people?
2: Hmm. Well, I would say that for people who have never heard the term mental wellness, you know, one of the parts of our mission, loving people back to life is because we're still in an era where think people think mental illness first. And so we're we're not only trying to change that mentality to say you're not broken if you have something that you need to work on or focus on. You just need maybe some optimization to get things balanced and working back in order again. And maybe you've tried everything and you're still off like I was. And so maybe this is something that is um, out there. But basically it's three part. So it's our brain, our gut, and our heart. And they, they kind of scientific world has called it the three, three brains. So naturally, our mind, you think logical, analytical, our thinking brain, our gut is more of the sensing brain of like instinct or intuition and that kind of thing. And then our heart is obviously the passion, the emotional, and those work together to create the best mental wellness that we can have. We, we also call it mental fitness. You know, putting a positive spin. And most people growing up were talked to about how to be physically well, but most people were never talked to about how to be mentally well. And so that's really what we're addressing here. Wonderful.
1: And I love it. I love the idea of mental fitness. That's such a, Mm -hmm. I don't know, empowering. Again, we keep coming back to empowering, it's such an empowering way to look at it. Yeah.
2: Triumph over trauma. (laughs) Right. Amen (laughs) and hallelujah.
1: Awesome. Well, it's been wonderful to have you here on the podcast today. And um, yeah, again, thank you for sharing your truth and your mission with with everyone.
2: Thank you. I hope it helps even one out there.
1: Yes. Someone told me once, and I always love this, um, that by helping the one, we help all. Um, Mm -hmm. And I love that. I love that visual. Uh, Yeah. So, all right. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us today on the Healing Place podcast. Uh, you can listen in on YouTube for the video version or on audio. You can go to Pandora, iTunes, Spotify, Deezer, Blueberry, Google Podcasts, and whatever audio outlet you'd like to listen to podcasts. So, All right, everyone, until next time, be gentle with yourself. Thanks. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you so much for listening today to the Healing Place podcast with your host and trauma warrior, Terry Wellbrock. If you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more about Terry, her mission, and the Hope for Healing journey, visit Terry's website at www.terrywellbrock.com. Thank you for liking, commenting, sharing, and offering your reviews on our YouTube channel, audio outlets, and Facebook page. And. As Terry reminds us, until next time, remember, be gentle with yourself.